welcome to Crime and Time on the Rocks. Take three. Take three. We may or may not have had a couple of mishaps while trying to record this episode. We may or may not have already recorded an episode today. Yes, that too. Hence, Hence you can tell the rocks are already rolling. <laughs> hey, I like that term. The rocks are already rolling. Yeah, so this is our third attempt recording the Queen Elizabeth cocktail. I'm really getting freaking sick and tired of drinking this thing because it tastes like lawn clippings and I don't like it. Well, let's explain what it is. Okay. So this is the Queen Elizabeth wine cocktail. It's got... Love her. Hate the cocktail. Yeah. One and a half ounces of Benedictine, but we're using green chartreuse because it's a reasonable substitution and we don't have Benedictine. Right. And it makes a beautiful color. Like literally the color of this cocktail is my favorite color ever. It's beautiful. So wait till you see it. And also we put it in Waterford crystal glasses. So... Mm -hmm. It's got... Three Although you can probably hear my yeah. distaste for it is not stopping me from actually consuming it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's got three quarters ounce dry vermouth and three quarters ounce fresh lemon juice and then you garnish with a lemon twist. So it's not like it's lemon and grass. Is what lemon it and grass. Yeah. Yeah. Like not lemongrass, but no. lemon, l lemonade and grass clippings. <laughs> Yum. So that's what I get out of it. I don't hate it, but I'm not going to have an, well, I'm not going to have a fourth one. Unless this one doesn't work either. And if it doesn't work, then Elizabeth Woodville is telling us, don't put her fucking shit on blast. If that is what she's if saying. If this one doesn't work, this episode is not to be told. And you know why? Correct. I think it has to do with my second, my story. That would make more sense. Which we'll talk about. The, the MI6 is monitoring yes. our podcast and preventing us from putting it out there. So <laughs> we have spilled the dirt. We've spilled on the poor dirt. QE2. I know. QE2 cannot handle this episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You go first. You tell QE2 what's up. Okay. So I am going to tell you a few vignettes <laughs> about assassination attempts on QE2. That she may or may not be aware of some of them to this she, day. Some of them she for sure is not aware of to this day. And that's, I think, part of the reason why we're saying our podcast keeps getting ruined. MI6 is monitoring yes. our feed, I'm telling you. So here's the main one. This is what got me into the story and what I think basically our podcast is getting shut down for. So this happened in October. We're super kidding. We don't think we're important enough for MI6 to pay attention to us. <laughs> but really. it's, it's fun to think about. <laughs> so October 1981, Queen Elizabeth II was on a royal visit in Dunedin, New Zealand. And a 17-year-old teenager named Christopher John Lewis. He was a 17-year-old teenager? Yeah. He, sure he wasn't a 20-year-old teenager? I'm sure. <laughs> he attempted to assassinate the queen. Which is a stupid thing to do. Well, he's not the only one that did it. So this assassination attempt did not come to light until March of 2018 when the New Zealand Security and Intelligence Service declassified some of the documents that detailed this plot. Lewis was a self-described terrorist. Oh, I self-describe as a terrorist. Also, when you talk about a 17-year-old boy, like... He would totally self-describe as a terrorist. Yeah. So he perched himself on the fifth floor of a building with a 22 rifle and he waited for the queen and Prince Philip to come by. And they're old by this point. Leave them alone. 
relatively old. It was 1981. Um, I guess not that old. Yeah. So when they emerged from their vehicle, Lewis fired his weapon, but he missed by a wide margin. Also, he was shooting at 22. So at that At that range of 22 is hard. He was unsuccessful because, A, he did not have a suitable vantage point, and, B, he did not have a sufficiently high-powered rifle for the range of the target. Yeah. Husband used to have a 10-22, and that thing, the barrel was humongous. Like, the distance between the hole in the barrel and the outside of the barrel was probably twice the width of what the actual shell was. So I would think you'd need something, you know. Yeah. Big. And I don't know exactly how far he was, but he was far enough. Like, he's five stories up. So right. even if it was, like, on the street right below that, that's still a ways. And 22s are pretty tiny. Mm-hmm. I mean, once they they can't... Well, from everything that I have always heard described, a 22 is so deadly because it will enter the skull, but it does not have the velocity to come out of the skull. So it just rattles around inside there and scrambles your brain. And supposing that's why it, it dies. Yeah, supposing it can penetrate a skull at the distance that at it... At that distance, mm-hmm. it probably may not have. She'd have a little bruise on her temple. Yeah. Ow! So most of the media outlets at the time had the impression that the noise that was... It was heard, but they thought it was caused by fireworks. So Sounds about my right. assumption is there may have been other fireworks going on there in the had area. to have yeah. because any 22 that i've ever heard it's like don't, don't, yeah don't don't it's not They're tiny it's not crazy loud Mm-mm. oh except a handgun father-in-law gave husband a 22 handgun it's a lady shot so it only has five rounds we're we take this thing up to the hills because we thought oh it's 22 let's go plink around Husband gets it out, and the girls were teeny tiny, so they're, like, standing behind me, and I'm standing behind him. Takes it out, aims it down at whatever we were shooting at, shoots it. This thing rattled our ears like nobody's business. It was so loud. We literally went home. We did not shoot it a second time. It was so freaking loud. Sorry, I'm going off about the Oh, no, that's fine. So Lewis was, I've heard this story three times now, so you know. <laughs> I know, but it's this is the best time I'm telling it to you. Okay. Sorry. So Lewis was arrested for the not for the assassination attempt, but for possessing and firing a weapon in public, and he was jailed for three years. Why wasn't he arrested for the assassination attempt? That doesn't make sense. They couldn't make it stick. Oh, okay. So they could tell that he was doing these things, but they couldn't tell why he was yeah. doing them. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And when the queen was later re- when the Queen later returned to New Zealand in 1995, the police, believing that Lewis was still going to be a danger to the Queen, paid him to go on an opulent, opulent vacation outside of the country. They did what? They paid for him to go on an opulent vacation outside of the country. <laughs> Can I get that gig? I know, right? He, How- he attempts to shoot the Queen, gets arrested for... Being in possession of an illegal firearm and shooting it in a public place. And then when the queen comes back, he and his family get treated to an opulent vacation. Yeah. That makes complete and total sense to me. However, in 1997, Lewis committed suicide while he was in prison for another unrelated crime. Because of all those opulent vacations? Mm -hmm. So this is the story that... The queen still to this day does not know about. Okay, she seriously, she does not know that someone had taken it this attempt on her life. That's insane. How the hell do you keep a secret from the friggin' queen? 
She's the queen. I hope she, like we said before, I hope she doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> if it ever comes out. Oh, right? Because we've recorded it. This is our third time recording. Yeah. That's hysterical. Yeah, I like to think that they're keeping her from listening to this so that she doesn't find out mm-hmm. about the assassination Not because it's terrible. Not because it's terrible. So, attempt number two. Okay. Which is actually really attempt number one if you're going by the timeline. But it's... The, but it's the attempt that she doesn't know about. Yes, the first one she did not know about. So it's probably... My assumption would be that it's probably a little more serious and probably a little more... Um, it was, off, like, clear. Yeah. Potentially deadly. Like, could have happened. So uh, April 29th, 1970, near Sydney, Australia, a catastrophe was narrowly averted on in another assassination attempt by Republican sympathizers. Okay. Republican meaning Australian Republican, not American. Oh, so then we're in Australia again. Yes. Were we in New Zealand New last Zealand time? New Zealand the first they're time. they're going to get very angry about that. Yeah, New Zealand the first time, Australia the second okay. time. two different places. Yes. So the queen and her husband were said to be unaware. Oh, no. Strike that. Reverse it. This is the one they don't know about. That's what you said. This is number two. Yeah, you said they don't know about it. Okay, yeah. So they are. Quit drinking that butterbeer. I know. Or Queen Elizabeth or whatever we're drinking now. I think dog number, small dog wants out. You want out? Okay, so April 29th, 1970, near Sydney, Australia, a catastrophe was narrowly averted in another assassination attempt on the Queen, this one by Republican sympathizers. Mm-hmm. The Queen... So I love that it's described as a catastrophe, and it was narrowly averted, but they kept the knowledge from her. I didn't tell you that yet. You did. I did the first two times. (laughs) (laughs) I figured you were going to keep that first part that we talked about. So the queen and her husband are said to be unaware to this day of this plot. Okay. This incident is known as the Lithgow plot. Like John Lithgow. (laughs) Because he's in on it. (laughs) No, he wasn't. Well, we don't know, but we can assume he was not in on it. I hope not. I like him. The Queen and the Royal Party were on a train traveling from Sydney across the Great Dividing Range. What year? 1970. Okay. The train was two hours from Sydney near the Blue Mountains when it struck a large log that had been wedged across the tracks. Oh, wow. They were in take of the whole train. Yeah. The log had become stuck under the train, causing the train to slide almost 700 feet. Wow. Scary. Mm-hmm. Luckily, the conductor had been driving the train at a slow speed at the time, which you can understand because he's got the royal family and it's right. like this, like, ceremony. They're sitting out yeah. there wait, waving. Yeah. You've seen the queen. Mm-hmm. So the police were convinced that the act was designed to injure the queen or kill her. Well, they probably wanted to slow him down so that they can get in there. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't, you can't put a log on a track and think, okay, it's gonna kill the queen because there's a hundred thousand variables but you can put a log on a train and think it's going to slow down the train and then i can get in there and and take care of what i need to well, take care of if the train had been traveling at its normal speed it would have plunged off the tracks where it was at and into an embankment and probably most everybody would have been killed oh interesting yeah. but whoever did this was willing to kill dozens of other people mm-hmm. in order just to get what they wanted yep so a security sweeper train had checked the tracks an hour before. An hour before. Uh-huh, and they had found nothing. The tracks were clear. 
So it kind of points to, like, it was intentional. Uh, yeah. Investigators believe that the log was deliberately placed on the tracks and that whoever placed it there had no knowledge, or did have knowledge that of the train's schedule. Which, again, if the sweeper train had gone through, clear. Yeah. And then an hour later, the Queen's train goes through and there's an obstruction. And there's an obstruction. So it could have been an inside job. Could have been an inside job. <laughs> Forecasting. Yes. <laughs> Marks found on the scene showed that the log had been rolled onto the tracks and maneuvered into position. Okay. Australian IRA sympathizers were suspected of being behind the plot. Which is yeah. interesting because the IRA, like, who would think it would stretch all the way into Australia as far as, like, having any sympathizers? Oh, the IRA is going to take down. Well, well, because, 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 because um, of the wonderful things he does. Because they're all subjects. They're all colonies of England, correct? Yes. So they're all sympathizing with the fact that, you know, you're treating this colony this way and us this way and we all want to be free and da da da. I mean, I don't know the history. I could be completely wrong. We're not experts. We're just drunks. We're, we're not else, ending the podcast. We're not ending the podcast here. <laughs> just, that just was fitting right there because yes. I'm completely not an expert. I mean, I literally could have the timeline completely wrong, but I'm thinking that the IRA probably had sympathizers in all of the different regions that were colonial areas of the crown. I imagine that's true. Um, also, details of this incident were covered up or by... Or places that had been colonial areas of the crown. Yeah. I don't know. I am I feel like I'm offending people. Also, details of this incident were covered up by authorities, which hampered the investigation. Well, why'd they do that? Because they just, like, you, you just couldn't go out and say, like, someone tried to kill the queen. What do you know? Yeah. I would think you'd want to find out who killed the who tried to kill the queen. Well, they didn't feel like they could do that. So one investigator complained that they could not come up with decent suspects because they had to talk in riddles whenever interviewing someone. They couldn't describe what the, I would complain to. Yeah, they couldn't disclose what the inquiries were about. Yeah. Like, instead of being like, "Hey, we want to know who killed the queen." Tried to kill the queen. Yeah. Or tried Sorry. That makes sense. Yeah, that would be very frustrating. Do your job, but do it with one hand tied behind your back. So, you want to hear number three? There's a third one? You don't know number three. <laughs> That's why I said there's a third one. Yes. So, <laughs> this is the Trooping the Color Parade incident. <laughs> I really like that title. Well, the Trooping the... Okay, so I wanted to I know... I really like that title. The Trooping the Color Parade is a thing. They do it every okay. year. And it's kind of like the military regiment parade, basically. Makes sense. Yeah. So this happened on June 13th, 1981. Okay. A teenager, Marcus Sergeant, fired a replica what gun at the queen. What is with the, the teenagers trying to kill the I queen? Know. Another 17-year-old he was. He fired six blanks in quick succession as she was en route to the Trooping the Color ceremony. Okay, so he's he's got an imitation gun that's firing blanks. And yes. he's shooting them at the friggin' queen. Yes. What in the hell do you think's gonna happen? Well, probably this, because he He's was, not gonna kill her. He was quickly overpowered by two guardsmen, a police officer, and an ambulance worker. The queen had left Buckingham Palace 15 minutes earlier. She was on her horse named Burmese. 
She's riding her horse yes, in 1981? Yes, she was riding her horse when this happened. Was she riding side saddle or astride? They didn't go into that. That would make a difference. But the queen was visibly startled by the shots, but she regained her composure and got her horse under control. Yeah, she's on a freaking horse and they're shooting loud noises. Mm-hmm. And then she continued en route to the parade and her ceremonial escort closed ranks around her. She can like ended up like performing the parade as normal. Yeah. So after the parade, she returned to the palace and she went the same route under close guard that she had previously come from. What does a queen wear when she's riding a horse in 1981? I wonder. Because it's probably she was not, not the young. lime green pantsuit. I'm assuming it wasn't a, a skirt suit, though. She did not wear a smart pencil skirt while she's riding a horse. No, for sure. So, Sergeant, a little bit about him. Is Sergeant had, the horse? No, Sergeant's the 17-year-old. Oh, his name is Sergeant? His name was Marcus Sergeant. Oh, okay. His last name Sergeant. Yeah. Sergeant had joined the Royal Marines a year earlier after he left school, but quit within three months claiming that he had been bullied you get to quit the Marines? The Royal Marines? I wasn't aware that was an option. Yeah. He then tried to join the Army, but he left two days after induction had started. And they don't say why. But not for him, I guess. And then when asked about his motivation for his blank... Stupid yeah, idea? His scheme, he said, quote unquote, I wanted to be famous. I wanted to be somebody. Okay, aren't there some people who tried to assassinate, tried or succeeded in assassinating other people that have said that? Yes. Well, what's his name that tried that tried that shot President Reagan wanted mm-hmm. um, Jody Foster to notice him? Yes. And the guy that shot Lenin, he was crazy, but he thought that he would be sucked into Catcher in the Rye. Yes. So I guess that's not really the same thing as being famous. And what's-her-face from the Manson crew shot Fort. Didn't she shoot President She did. Ford? Yeah. I forgot about that. Yes, she did try to shoot President Ford. But what was the reason? What did she say? She was remember. already famous. I don't remember. I mean, quote-unquote famous. Yeah. Infamous. Infamous. I don't know. Huh. But so after the... It just it, seems like a really stupid idea to be famous. Because, yeah, you're famous, but now you're in a jail cell. Yay for you. Well, maybe it worked for Sergeant because... After the incident, he became the first person to be tried and convicted under the Treason Act of 1842. So they created the law in 1842, and in 1981, they they perse- prosecute the first person? Mm-hmm. And he was sentenced under Section 2 of the Act, which says, Offense of assaulting the queen or of having a firearm or offensive weapon in her presence with intent to injure or alarm her or to cause breach of the peace. Whoa, 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 whoa. The freaking Australian dude did all that. But that's in Australia. That's not in England. Oh. So a sergeant was sentenced to five years imprisonment, and the Lord Chief Justice who presided said, quote unquote, I have little doubt that if you had been able to obtain a live gun, you would have tried to murder Her Majesty. You think that's the only thing that kept him from actually shooting her was the fact that he could not get a gun with actual ammunition? Based on his description of his reason, yeah. Interesting. So, so okay, totally not getting into this debate, but that's interesting. Yeah. No, okay, because, 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 because they, their, their firearms laws are much stricter than our firearms laws here. 
Yeah, but this was 1981, so. Was, I don't know when they started their thing. I don't either. I mean, that's not the side. I don't know. We're not getting political. Just edit this all out. Never mind. (laughs) Just never mind. I had a thing, but never mind. Okay, so. Show. Time number three with my story. Okay, tell me what, what are you going to tell me about? (laughs) Okay, I'm going to tell you. So, before I tell you what I'm going to tell you about, when we drew this title, because when we picked up this this cocktail, it was when we were still randomly picking them. Uh Uh-huh. And now, thankfully, thank you listeners, we are getting them from, getting Suggestions. suggestions from listeners to our email, which is... Crime and time, OTR at gmail.com. Send us your suggestions for cocktails, cocktail recipes, etc. Um, but this one we were still picking. And it was, I was so excited because I have a slight obsession with the Tudors. I had a Queen Elizabeth Barbie doll. I had Queen Elizabeth, we're talking Queen Elizabeth the first, Queen Elizabeth paper dolls Queen Elizabeth II Barbie doll would be sad (laughs) she was a beautiful woman when she was young I would totally take a 1960 Queen Elizabeth Barbie doll she was kind of awesome yeah but Queen Elizabeth I and I had an Anne Boleyn Barbie doll and okay so when I was 8 years old for Halloween I was Anne Boleyn and I had the full costume with the like long sleeves that she made popular because they said that it hid her 6th finger um, I had the little crown thing, the headpiece, whatever it was that she wore. And I would go to the doors and people would say, oh, what a pretty princess. And I would say, no, I'm Queen Anne Boleyn. Get it straight and give me your candy. I was obsessed, obsessed. It was kind of ridiculous. So all that being said, you would think that I would tell you about Queen Elizabeth I, right? Well, I right, know you're right, not right. because... <laughs> Pretend you don't. Okay. No, I don't. Like, yes. What are you going to tell me about? (laughs) I'm not. I'm going to tell you about Elizabeth Woodville. Ooh. Exciting. I know. Who is she, right? Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. (laughs) You've heard of the War of the Roses, right? Yes. Okay. This was that. So Elizabeth Woodville was born around 1437 they believe possibly in october she was born in the grafton regis north hampshire her um she was born to a modest mid-rank aristocratic family her mother was actually a lady-in-waiting to the previous queen she was kind of a thing she was married to a very fancy knight no she was married to a very fancy lord who died And when the very fancy lord died and she was done being lady-in-waiting to the queen, she ran off and married her husband's first knight because she loved him. That just makes sense, though. Yes. You can't have your husband anymore, so marry the knight. But she loved him. That's also, like, that's a bonus. Yes. And then the king at the time was about to, he actually threw the husband in prison for a year because they were married without permission. And he was he was going to force them to have their marriage annulled. But then he realized that his mother had done the same thing. And this may not mean much to you, but it means a whole lot to me. His mother had done the same thing. And his mother had married... Um, and I cannot think of the first name off the top of my head. And I cannot find it on my notes because they're very, very messy. But his mother had done the same thing and she had married 
a tutor. Their son was Jasper Tudor, who figures later. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a thing. Tutors, because tutors, important. So, anyway, Jaquetta is the mother, marries her husband's knight, and they have a shit ton of kids. That's like a theme that goes throughout this story. Jaquetta and her knight husband have a shit ton of kids. Their oldest, Elizabeth, um, their last name was Woodville. She was Elizabeth Woodville. She's of the Rivers family, the family that they're like lands or the rivers or whatever. I don't really understand all this English stuff. So she is actually sent to another household to learn to become a lady. While she is in the household learning to become a lady, she falls in love with and marries Sir John Gray, who is the son of the household. She's really, really tiny, like a kid, like maybe 14, 15-ish. Oh, I didn't know she was that young. Oh, yeah, young, 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 young. So she marries this dude, and they have two small children, and he, two small boys, and then after they have the two small boys, he is, goes off to the War of the Roses because they're fighting constantly. It's the House of York and the House of Lancaster. Um, the House of York wins. Lady John Gray is of the House of Lancaster, and so he loses. York takes all of the spoils of war. So now here's Elizabeth, who's probably... 19 maybe 20 maybe 20 two tiny kids all of her lands are gone all of her well not her lands her son's lands because she's a woman you know that pesky vagina keeping you from being able to own property yeah always there always there so she's very distressed about the fact that she ha her sons have nothing. Her family has nothing. She has no way to provide for these children. So she's obviously gone back to her mommy and daddy's house. And they're staying there. And she gets an idea. She's gorgeous. Drop dead gorgeous. Most beautiful one in the land. Like everybody thinks fairest she's... Fairest of them all. Fairest of them all. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Um... And she knows that this new king, King Edward of the House of Lancaster, he is actually the son of the man who is fighting the man who was in line to be king, was the father, and he was killed in the war to get his family to be king. So his oldest son becomes king, Edward. Um, and he's kind of a rebellious sort, also kind of a ladies' man, which figures prominently later. He's he's kind of a badass dude. Um if this story sounds familiar, if you're a fan of Philippia Gregory, which I am, like, huge fan. Hope you're listening, Philippia. And I know I'm saying your name wrong. I apologize. I still love you. She, this is the Cousins War series. It goes on for about eight books. This is that series. Um, HBO did The White Queen. Oh, okay. On it. Yeah. yeah. So... Was it the White Princess first and then the White Queen or the White Queen and the White... I think it's the White Queen and the White Princess. Anyhow. So, she knows his routine or she finds out his routine and she realizes he kind of likes to hang out. Or he likes to ride his horse. She Facebook stalks him. She totally Facebook stalks him and she knows that he likes to ride his horse around and um, so she decides she's going to hang out by this tree that she knows um, he sometimes goes by. Uh, there's also rumors that 
Jaquetta's family are descended from the goddess Melusine, who is the river goddess, and she um, she was this crazy river goddess. I don't know if she was crazy. She was this river goddess, and she came out of the river to marry a man because she loved him, and she said, I will live with you forever, and I will give you all these children as long as you allow me to leave every year for a month, and you never look at me in the bath. And the husband says, okay, no problem. So he lets her leave every year for a month. They're happy, happy, happy for years and years and years. And then one day he looks at her in the bath and he sees that she has a fishtail. <gasps> she's Be- a mermaid. She's a mermaid. She's a mermaid. So now you've seen, yeah. So Jaquetta's family is supposedly descended from Melusine. Okay. Now I'm interested. Continue. That'll figure prominently later. So, Edward's riding his horse. Do, 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 do. He's riding his horse. And this poor little young widow, gorgeous widow, hanging out by a tree. And, of course, he stops because beautiful girl. Why wouldn't you? And he says, sleep with me. And she says, no. And he says, come to court and be my mistress. I'll give you lots of jewels and lots of beautiful clothes. And she says, no, I'd rather kill myself. And he says, but I want you. And she says, I want my children's lands. Ooh, well played. Right? They go back and forth and back and forth. And then pretty soon, before you know it, they're standing in a tiny little chapel with a priest and her mother and a lady in waiting. And she's marrying the fucking king. (laughs) Because, ladies, keep your legs closed. And they want you all the more. You got the power. It's kind of crazy. Well... But here's the thing. He supposedly had done this with other women. So there was always that doubt. But somehow Elizabeth had some sort of thing because he not only marries her, but he acknowledges his marriage to her, which was big. He's, he, they married in secret, but then he tells everybody, yeah, I married this woman. She's, she's it. I'm with her. And he had... Um, this he had a guy it was the okay so apparently it was very common in those days to take your child and to send them when they were like 10 or 11 to somebody else i don't get that i would send them earlier like when they were babies when they (laughs) required all the work and then get them back when they were 10 or 11 right but apparently it's a thing you you send your kids away when they're just getting fun although the way your younger one was being today maybe i would have sent her away for a while she was awful Uh, annoying she was awful hope you've listened to the halloween podcast if you haven't go back and listen but she was actually good on that she was just being awful for us on purpose just to annoy me um so Edward had been sent to the house of, where the frig is that guy's name? I should know these names. Versace? He's, Versace. He was sent to the house of Versace. No, it's the Kingmaker. Oh. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. That dude. Can't remember his name. <sighs> I have it written down. Neville. Richard Neville. He's sent to the house of Neville, Neville Chamberlain. Yes. Neville Chamberlain. No, different, 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 different completely different Neville. Um, is it Neville Chamberlain's a person, right? Yeah, Neville Chamberlain was the one that appeased Hitler and caused him to like take over okay. Europe. Okay, I've had too many drinks. Because I'm also thinking of Harry Potter. There's a Neville in Harry Potter, but that's a first name, like this one. Oh. 
Well, so Neville Chamberlain. So it was Neville Chamberlain. This is the last name. So Richard Neville. He sent the house Richard Neville. And at Richard Neville's house, he and his brothers learned to be um, knight, noblemen and knights and fancy people, blah, 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 blah. He and his two younger brothers. That figures later. Two younger brothers. House of Neville that had two daughters. Dun, dun, dun. Foreshadowing. Right. So Nev- Richard Neville is known as the kingmaker. And he has, he, he has fancied himself a, um, he's, he's helped this whole thing come to action. He's put this whole thing in motion and gotten Edward on the throne. So he's like, what the hell, dude? You can't marry her. I've got you promised to this, this lady in France and we're going to get her lands and I've got these trees and da, da, da. So and he's he says, a, basically he's a broker. He's kind of a broker, yeah. He's kind of a guy that takes care of this stuff. And and Edward is like, um, have you seen my wife? Have you looked at her face? Can you hear Big Dog like snoring like nobody's business? Yes, if that's he, what Big Dog does. If you hear a weird sound on this, I'm sorry, but <laughs> Big Dog is tired. We need to put a picture of Big Dog on the Facebook page because Big Dog's adorable. Okay. Um, marriage take place in secrecy. da, 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 da. Um, May 1st, 1464 is when they were married. Secrecy, da, da, da. Um, Henry and Anne made him want things. Oh, yeah, Henry and Anne. So made him want things all the more. Keep her legs closed. They want it more. Henry and Anne. You know. What? Henry, 8th. Oh. Boleyn. Hen- yeah. Yeah. Neville, Pissed. He decides that, nope, we're taking this on. And they put the queen at Westminster Abbey on May 16th, 1465. They're going to acknowledge her. They're going to put her in the, um, they're going to put the crown on her head, the whole thing. They set about making babies. And boy, do they make a lot of babies. They have their oldest, also named Elizabeth, was born in 1466. Another source said 1465, but we're, we're, remember Elizabeth. Elizabeth, the oldest baby, is important. Mary was born in 1467. Cecily was born in 1469. Edward, finally a boy, thank goodness, was born in 1470. Margaret in 1472. Sadly, she died a few months later. Richard was born in 1473 and 1475. George in 1477. He died at... In 1479, sadly, Catherine was born in 1479, and Bridget in 1480. So when I said, boy, did they make babies? Baby after baby after baby. Yes. So basically from 1466 to 1480, this poor woman was knocked up. That's forever. Forever. Yeah. That's pretty much half her life. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she already had two boys before that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So... Elizabeth, crown king, they're making babies, blah, blah, blah. Um, Then, you know nepotism? I know nepotism, yeah. Where you get in power and you start putting people in that that you're related to in power? They did that. Because Elizabeth was one of a million children, and she had her two sons, and so... Edward just starts appointing people things. He starts marrying sisters to lords. He starts marrying brothers to old rich widows. He starts appointing people to power and positions. And it's a thing. They're annoyed. Elizabeth has six brothers and seven sisters. Oh, wow. So she had a bunch of kids. She came from way more bunch of kids. 
this is really annoying people. They, they're getting annoyed. So the rumors of the whole witchcraft and the whole um, Melusine thing are really starting to float because they're thinking that her family has possessed Edward and that is why he is surpassing people who have a birthright to these positions to put his wife's relatives in these positions. Well, that's causing some tension. Big time tension. In fact, but then there's also the whole thing that, remember when I talked about the War of the Roses and the Lancasters won? Yes. Yes. So they didn't kill old King Henry. They just put him in the tower. And there was another point where he escaped to France and then he came back and he comes back at one point and he decides that he's king again. Well, I shouldn't say that because he was kind of mad. He was the one, have you heard of the sleeping king? Yes. He was the sleeping king. Okay. Henry was the sleeping king. So he his his people put him back in power for a while and this is like as a puppet like as a puppet yes but edward out so edward is off in hiding this is when elizabeth has the babe the baby boy so big deal the the crown has just been changed to this old puppet king and they've got the the young king off in hiding and then the young king's wife just has a baby so now a baby that's a boy so now the young king has all the more reason to come back and fight so they have all the more reason to keep him out and or to get rid of that baby Ooh, yes so fighting fussing blah 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 finally the yorks take power again and at this point there is speculation and rumor that Edward and his two younger brothers, Richard and George, sneak into the tower where they have the poor old sleeping king imprisoned and they kill him themselves with their own hands. They are said to have smothered him. Yeah. So, which would take care, because the people, if there's nobody to put on the throne, there's no fighting anymore, right? Right. Right. They win, they're in charge again. Now, during all of this, the younger brothers that I just mentioned, George, who is the middle brother, and Richard, who is the younger brother, married the two girls from Richard Neville. Total soap opera. Um, Richard Neville, the kingmaker guy, had the two daughters, and these two boys who were raised, basically raised with them, marry them. George marries the older, and Richard marries the younger. They hate the fact that Edward married this horrible, horrible woman. In fact, the mother, their mother, hated Elizabeth so much that she started a rumor that Edward was not really her husband's son. Oh, wow. She started a rumor that she had had this tort affair with some low-born person and that Edward was the product of that affair, affair and therefore her middle son, George, should be the rightful king. Oh. She hated her that much. Oh, my gosh. And Edward is like, dude, you hate my wife that much that you're going to debase yourself. Yeah. And say all of these horrible things about yourself just to get rid of her. They, they're really, really at odds with their family. At one point when they are not in power, the father, Elizabeth's father and her brother are actually beheaded. And George, the brother, was kind of at the center of that whole thing. And so Elizabeth has a vendetta against she doesn't like him well reasoned he keeps after it he doesn't stop 
He keeps, she's not a good person. She's a witch, da, da, da. She's this, she's that. She's horrible, blah, blah, blah. Well, Edward's wife, who is Richard Neville's oldest daughter, dies after childbirth with her second child, shortly after her second child, probably childbed fever, pretty common then. The placenta, the entire placenta is not delivered and they get an infection and they die. Yeah, that, I mean, that's very common. Very common. But he actually spreads this whole rumor that it was Elizabeth and witchcraft and da, 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 da. And finally, Edward is like, dude, can't take it anymore. You're, something's got to be done. You're, you, you're, you're threatening my reign and my, what I'm about now. And so he issues a bill of attainder, which is actually an execution warrant for his own brother. Ooh, that's got to be, I mean. I cannot even imagine having to do that. So this next part could be legend, who knows. But it's said that Edward, who loved his brother, didn't want to kill his brother, but knew that's the only way they're going to have any peace. As long as Edward is, or as long as George is alive, he's going to continue to bring plots to kill Edward or his wife and destroy his family. That he's got, you know, a big family. So he says, yeah, but I love you. So you, my dear brother George, get to pick the way you die. Oh, okay. This is the part. <laughs> George is a dude after our own heart. I love George. He wants to drown in a vat of Malzay wine. <laughs> and so they did. He was drowned in a vat of wine on February 18th, 1478. That's the best way if you had to choose a way to die. If you had to choose a way to die, I sp Okay, but now at the other place that I work, we have, it's during, it's fermentation process. So we have the big plastic bins full of crushed grapes mm -hmm. just all over the place. And every time we walk by, we have to pick up the big paddle and push down the skins. It's called um, push, punching down. And you push down the skins and then the skins rise. And then they push down the skins and the skins rise. And then when the skins actually sink, then it's time to go to the next process. But it's just, every time I walk by there, I think of the story. <laughs> it's like, you can just dive in that big old thing right I now. <laughs> so anyhow, George is executed on February 18th, 1487. So things should be good, right? Yeah. Should be. yeah. They can relax. Problem solved. Problem solved. So why do I see you have like more George pages did. in your notebook? Because, 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 because. Not shortly after. It's, it's 1478, 1483. So it's a, quite a while. They have, they have some happy times. There's some good times. Five years Although, of bliss. Yeah. There's some babies that die. There's a mother that dies. I mean, there's still But death. that's normal stuff. Then. Yes. Yes, yes, absolutely. So anyhow, Edward the king gets pneumonia in April of 1483. Should be no big deal. She's got a bunch of kids. She's got two boys. Everything is stable. Everything is in succession. But the boy, being so young, needs a regent. And a regent is a person who rules until the ruler is old enough to take over. Right, because an eight-year-old's not capable. An eight-year-old's not capable of being king. So, obviously, Elizabeth wants Edward to appoint one of her brothers or one of her sons as um, regent. <laughs> so, Ed Elizabeth wants brother or son regent. Edward appoints younger brother Richard 
to be regents. Oh. Who Richard thinks that he should be king, right? So Richard. Richard's happy. Oh my God. Richard's an ass. Richard like fools these people and he's like, oh, well, he tries to fool these people, I should say. Oh, everything's going to be fine. Let's get ready for the coronation. Why don't you guys go to the tower? There was a series of, a set of rooms in the tower. Shouldn't they know by now that the tower is not the place you should go? Well, you would think, but you know who else went to the tower? Frickin' Anne Boleyn stayed in the tower before coronation. Elizabeth stayed in the tower. That's where you go before your coronation. I know, but I mean, like, the tower is so ominous. It's like, the tower is pretty ominous. Go stay in the dungeon. (laughs) But they stayed in the higher levels. I, so they think it's like the penthouse. Yes, it's it's. There's royal rooms in the tower where people go to await their coronation. It's just like the thing that's done. Okay. So they send them up to the tower to await the coronation of the young Edward, and they're waiting and they're waiting. And at some point, they kind of realize, "Huh, I'm not sure." Child number one wrote and said hi. on my notes that's funny um anyway at some point they're not sure and i don't know if this is before richard takes edward or not but anyhow they richard convinces them that he needs to take edward to get fitted for his coronation outfits which if you're following along like or if you're going along with this whole scheme at face value, that seems normal. Totally makes sense. But you know who they're not fitting for coronation outfits? Anybody else? Anybody else. <laughs> right. Not a single solitary soul. And meanwhile, Richard's wife is apparently trying on like the ermine robes and shit that belong to uh, Elizabeth. Yeah, but they don't know that. But yeah, still, it's okay. creepy. So um, they've got Edward and Elizabeth and her the rest of her family along with the younger boy, somehow slip away and go into sanctuary in a church. So then they've got to communicate with her through the church officials because she's in sanctuary. That's a big theme. She and her family go into sanctuary quite a bit throughout the whole thing. Her husband goes into sanctuary quite a bit, but that's where they're at. So they're looking out for the safety of the rest of them. So Edward, Richard has... Edward. Richard, the brother, has Edward, the son, because everyone names their per- their children the same name. Yes, all the time. All the time. There's like seven names you can choose from. Yes. So now the younger son, who I believe I'm going to look back in my notes, but I believe his name is Richard. Richard. Yep, it Richard. Was, I was going to say, I know, it was Richard. <laughs> the younger son, they try to get the younger son. Now, this is, again, speculation and rumor, but there is speculation and rumor that Elizabeth Woodville had sent her older daughters out to the countryside with her younger son, Richard, in search of a boy who looked like him. And they left Richard with a farm peasant family and brought back another boy that looked like him that they could pass off as him. And how does that work? Do they be like, hi, family, we're rich, you're not, we're taking your son and you can have this one? Yeah, probably. Here's some gold. take care of this kid. Here's some gold. Yeah. Do this. Yeah, probably. That's probably exactly how it worked. But supposedly that is what happened because eventually Richard brother gets Richard's son and takes him. So now they've got both the boys. 
Well, once he has both the boys, you know, fuck you, Elizabeth, I'm king. Yeah. And that's exactly what he does. So, Richard of York, he's king. He thinks he's a big deal. Then, so Elizabeth, the daughter, had been engaged to Henry Tudor. Henry Tudor was the son of Margaret Beaufort, who was a muckety-muck from the other side. But, again, pesky vagina, so can't do anything with her. Let's marry her to the best guy that we can think of that's the highest ranked so that she can have the boy. Yeah. And that's what they did. So Elizabeth Beaufort, she always had dreams of becoming queen. That's what she wanted. And she has a son, and that son's name was Henry Tudor. Henry Tudor. Yes. So Henry wants to be king. Richard is now king, and Henry is annoyed. They had made this treaty a long time ago. Edward and Elizabeth had made a treaty to marry Elizabeth, the daughter, to Henry. Well, now... The rest of the family is in exile. Elizabeth, the daughter, comes out and she goes to court to serve Richard's wife. I believe her name was Anne. Um, and they're all named Anne. Because they're all named Anne, right? Richard, Anne, Elizabeth, and Edward. That's all they're ever and named. Henry. And Henry. Um, so she is serving Anne. And while she's serving Anne, she's flirting disgustingly with her uncle Richard. Oh. To the point where Uncle Richard is talking about when his wife Anne dies, he's going to marry his niece Elizabeth Ew. and make her queen. Yes, it's disgusting. But she's already engaged to Henry Tudor. So Elizabeth Beaufort hears wind of this disgusting flirting and she insists that Elizabeth's daughter come and Margaret Beaufort hears rumors of this disgusting flirting and she insists that Elizabeth's daughter comes and lives with her and doesn't live with Richard's brother anymore, Richard the King anymore. So in the, in Philippia Gregory's portrayal of this, there is one point where a Margaret Beaufort is just berating this young girl about how awful she is and how disgusting it is that she's flirting with her uncle and blah, blah, blah. And when Margaret Beaufort's son, Henry Tudor, gets the crown. He's going to spit on her and tell her, blah, blah, blah. We, I'm never going to marry you, da, 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 da. And in Philippia Gregory's portrayal of this, young Elizabeth stands up and says something like, that is the final time that you will talk to me like that. Because no matter how this war ends up, either way, I'm going to be your queen and you're going to kiss my feet. Oh, my God. I know, right? Can you imagine the balls? High drama. <laughs> Yeah. So rumors that the children, these two little boys, rumors that they had been killed, blah, 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 and buried beneath a stair in the tower. So years and years and years later in 1674, they're renovating the tower. And what do they find under the stairs? Skeletons. Two little boy skeletons. <gasps> Aww. Then they put them in a urn and they put them in a nook, and they stay in that nook until 1933. And in 1933, they are rediscovered and tested, and they were determined. They couldn't determine who they were, obviously, because it's 1933 and they don't have DNA, but they did were able to determine that they probably died 
sometime in the summer of 1483, which pretty conclusive evidence that they were more than likely the two little boys. And in if not, they were still two little boys. Two little boys. But the, the but that added to the fact that um, during confession, Sir James Tyrell in 1502 confessed to Thomas More, who is now a saint, was not at the time, um, that he smothered the two little princes in their beds on behest of someone didn't say who. Didn't say who. Right. So Elizabeth's boys are gone. Gagla girls, young oldest daughters flirting with marrying one of the kings da 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 henry tudor making noise rumblings he's um trying to fight to get the crown oh so meanwhile elizabeth when she's in exile she again could be philippia gregory rumor could be speculation but she apparently according to legend made a curse so now okay Back up. I got to finish. Henry's making, Henry Tudor is making rumblings and he's going to go to war. And of course there's war, big battle, blah, blah, blah. Fight, 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 fight. Richard is an idiot and he goes into battle with a crown on his head. Oh my well, God. Who's going to be the first person you go Hi. to kill? The dude with the crown on their head. Who should we get first? Who should we get first? And actually in 2013, when they were renovating a parking lot in Light In a car park? In a car park in Leicester, Leicester, English people tell me how to pronounce that, England, they found a skeleton. They did DNA samples on the skeleton, or they did some sort of testing on the skeleton, and they proven it to be Richard III. Oh, wow. Who friggin', he's the friggin' king of England, and he died, and they buried him where he lay, and he got covered over by a parking lot. <laughs> Car park. Car park. You know the song? Put up a parking lot. Yeah, that's yeah, what they did. Pave paradise. That's what they did. They lot. buried him under a parking lot. So also, I'm singing the Counting Crows version of that song. So. Absolutely, singing the Counting Crows. I the first time I ever heard it was by Amy Grant. I don't care. Counting Crows. Is, I like the Counting Crows version. I, I like don't even like Crows. that song. Elizabeth is married. To, Elizabeth marries Henry Tudor, right? Mm-hmm. Richard is dead. Richard's son dies sickly. His wife's dead. When the two boys were killed, according to the Philippia Gregory version of these events, Elizabeth, who is related to Melusine, puts a curse on, and I want to find the exact wording of this in my notes, and it makes me mad that I can't find it. She puts, here it is. She puts a curse on whomever killed her sons. Nope, I can't find it, but I know it enough. So she puts a curse on whomever killed her sons that all of their men will be barren and all of their women sons will die. Ew. Right. Okay. 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 Who marries her daughter? Henry Tudor, right? Mm-hmm. Henry Tudor has two sons. He has Arthur and Henry. Arthur dies. Henry lives to be king. Henry is barren. Marries Catherine. Well, I guess he's not daughter. barren. He no, just, but Henry yeah. marries Catherine, who has a daughter. Yeah. Who is barren. Henry marries Anne, who has a daughter, who never marries. Henry marries Catherine, I think, is next. 
who has a son who dies. Then he marries all sorts of other women and never has any more children. So I guess, yeah, technically. So did she put a curse on her own grandson? Yeah. I think so. I think so too. It's kind of insane. I'd like to think so. Yes, but so that's the War of the Roses. That's cool. And the original, the OG Queen Liz. The OG Queen E. The OG Queen Liz. QE zero. <laughs> Actually, yeah, QE zero. Well, no, her daughter was also QE. Oh. So QE negative one. QE negative one. <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical. Why was Queen Elizabeth the first if she was technically the third Queen Elizabeth? It was the first one in the modern era, maybe. That's bizarre. I don't know. That's an interesting thing to think about. Somebody research that. Okay, MI6, please don't erase this podcast. We would just like to publish it. Really, she's an old lady. Just tell her that she's hallucinating and she won't know. Yes. Because she's going to listen to us. Yes. And plus, it might be good for her to know that that one time when she did get in a train crash that it almost could have killed her. And it was thwarted. Yes. They fixed it. It was fine. And people went to prison because the secret police have her back. Yes. Yes. Everything's safe. But we are definitely, definitely, definitely not. Not. um, What would you call it? Experts. Well, yeah, experts. But experts of what? Um, Like protection experts. Yes. What are we? Secret service. Secret service. (laughs) We're not that. We're not that. (laughs) We're just drunks. Just drunks. Hey, so if you like us, you can always let us know, uh, rate, review, any podcast catcher or whatever you call them that you listen to us on. Leave us a rating and a review. It would really help. Yeah. And if you have any comments or suggestions, email us at crimeandtimeotr at gmail.com. Cocktail suggestions. Send us cocktail suggestions. That would be fun. Yeah, we've we've been getting a lot and we love them, but keep them coming. Yeah. Another way to get a hold of us at for Twitter is at Time and Crime. Yeah, Instagram, we're also at Crime and Time. And check out our Facebook page. We always post little hints of the cocktail that's coming up and just fun little things. And that is Crime and Time on the Rocks or at Crime and Time OTR. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Let us know. Cheers. Thank you for listening.